0: Well, we just had the first technical difficulty in the history of Inappropriate Earl. It must be because of our last guest, the great drummer from Vinnie Vincent, Invasion, and Nelson, and Nitro, and Lita Ford just blew the sound system up. So thank you to Bobby Rock. Uh, My search for the elusive Vinnie Vincent got one step closer. But today we're getting back into the entertainment world. The acting world, the comedy world. These two girls have the hottest web series going right now. The Hub. If you go on watchhub.com, dot com, not come. Um, so it's uh, Saturday morning podcast. It's really. Uh, I will give you
1: our other
0: <laughs> web series. Right. That might be watch, a better
1: WatchTheHub dot com.
0: Yeah, TheHub dot com, the and then after that, go on uh, thehub.com, dot com, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, you know, tickle your funny bone. Uh, so we have the great Claire and Katie.
1: Hello. Hi.
0: They are sharing a mic right now due to uh, something happening to the uh, third mic. But this is going to be an interesting podcast because I know nothing about you girls.
2: <laughs> we know so much about ourselves, so yeah. <laughs> we're fine.
0: <laughs> well, that's what makes a good podcast. Uh,
1: answer every and all of your questions.
0: Well, that could be uh, a double-edged sword with some of the <laughs> questions. Uh, I met you through uh, a previous inappropriate old guest, the great Jake Head.
1: The greatest. He is great. He is great. He is also on the web series. He's just so funny. He's
0: hilarious. Jake's a great man. Yeah. Uh, I met him through a person we won't get into, but uh, <laughs> that's another podcast. Uh, let me just say this unnamed person has made me see O.J. Simpson's point of view on things. Wow. (laughs) wow! But that's another podcast. Strong. (laughs) Strong moves. What exactly is The Hub?
1: The Hub is exactly what you said. It's a comedy web series. We shot 10 episodes. They're, you know, around 10 minutes each. Um, Some people think they're funny, uh, which is fantastic for us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's basically, we like to describe it like, Laverne and Shirley meets it's always sunny, but with just two disgusting, awesome like South Shore mass hole towny girls yeah. that are super fun, very lovable um yeah it's it's inappropriate, it's raunchy, it's fun,
1: yeah, we wrote it, produced it, act in it, you know we and did props and freaking set design, and you know we, made we the did food yeah and we we did, did everything
2: things. it was. So this was our like passion project that we started a few years ago. And we basically, you know, had this idea, wanted to create this web series, knew exactly what we wanted it to be. And at the time, like couldn't get it to anybody in Hollywood. You know, we had a pilot written and knew no humans that were of any influence. Right. But
1: like everybody else, we were like, ooh, crowdfunding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's try to get (laughs) $10,000. cousins (laughs) on indiegogo which we did um
0: you got ten thousand dollars we
1: got ten thousand dollars and then we thought that that was enough to shoot 10 10 minute episodes which you know proved to be False. false but we we did it anyway we made it happen
0: how much did you need
1: um typically if you asked anybody else in this industry they would double, triple, or quadruple that $10,000 and still think that it was a little low. Um, But we were like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to shoot it. We're going to go. And we did.
2: Awesome crew and an amazing cast and paid them in a lot of sandwiches and had a blast shooting it.
1: It was like a 13-day shoot, and then post-production was kind of a nightmare until we got... You know, somehow I convinced um, one of the editors from that show, The Mentalist, that's not on anymore. A great
0: show with uh, the amazing Simon Baker. Yes,
1: with the amazing Simon Baker. So he was like, you know what? We're going on hiatus. Why don't we just cut the rest? We'll cut the rest of it at the Warner Brothers studios. We're like, oh, okay. So, yeah. He was awesome. Jimmy Gadd. Shout out to Jimmy.
0: And a shout out to Simon Baker for. uh,
1: Especially. To Simon Baker. Right. Bean. Who, would, who would wander in and say, What are you guys what doing? You
0: <laughs> Either of you guys attracted to Simon Baker?
1: Um I think he's an objectively
2: handsome man, sure. Sure. But yeah. He's not my type.
0: Well we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah. I mean I liked him when he was in the Ray Liotta series, Smith, which was unduly cancelled after three episodes. I think Ray Liotta's face in High Def was just too much. (laughs)
1: Too much, (laughs) (laughs) Ah,
0: What happened to him?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Mm.
0: But that's another podcast about Ray Liotta's. uh, He's hurting for money. He's doing the whiskey commercials now. So
1: true. true. So that's you know what the show is in a nutshell. It's just us being super, super scrappy, and you know making stuff happen, and then, and then miraculously we sold it to IFC.
0: That's Um, huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty
2: huge. We were like almost done with post production and getting ready to release it. And then just a series of different people started to see it. Producers, people would option it. A showrunner found it. Important
1: important people.
2: Yeah. Important
0: people. Because this is why I really wanted to get you girls on here. You know, I want to give all my acting friends the idea that any idea can happen.
2: Yes. Well, and the important thing is like when we had that we had the pilot and we were we didn't know anyone to even get it to and then at a certain point we were like fuck it we're just gonna make it we know how to and then we can show it to people and it's so much easier to send a two minute teaser of something you shot that looks like you made it for two hundred thousand dollars and have someone watch two minutes of stuff and then be like by the way we made it for 10 and you laughed this many times and boom You know, and so that made it, that, yeah, opened all the doors for us. And then we were able to kind of leverage it up and up and up until we were developing it for TV at IFC. Yeah.
0: Now, was a show like Workaholics a, uh, because I know they started off as, uh, you know, basically, I think a YouTube series or something very. Yeah. Yeah. Was that That like a. uh, That was our plan. Right.
1: Just to workaholic the shit out of that. But, you know. Ultimately, that show didn't get greenlit as a series. Like they didn't take any of the shows in that slate, which is all sort of industry terminology that the or listeners whatever. may not it okay. know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, it didn't so become a TV show, but um, now everybody, you know, because that option ran out, now everybody can watch it on YouTube. So we're excited about that.
0: Now, Claire. Yes. I see you worked on the movie Torque. I did. <laughs> is that the Dane Cook movie? Was he in that?
1: No, no, he was not in that. It was, wait, no, it was which... was Martin Henderson in Ice Cube.
0: I thought Dane Cook Martin, was in that movie.
1: I don't remember seeing him in that movie. Maybe he was in Motorcycle Boys or whatever that other one was. There was another one. Motorcycle like Boys? Motorcycle <laughs> All right. Motorcycle men. Men on motorcycle... <laughs> no, it was. It was like...
0: Um, I'm going to look know, up Google the movie that. on I Tell me what your experience was like working on Torque while I... Look up the IMDb page.
1: (laughs) Okay. Torque was amazing because um, this is, okay, I'll tell my fun little Torque story. So I was in the editorial and visual effects department. Meanwhile, I wasn't responsible for any of the visual effects, just so you know, Earl, and everybody else listening knows I was not responsible for that. I was a production assistant. I got those people coffee. Um, but after the entire movie was through post-production, everybody thought it was great. We went and screened it for all the producers at Warner Brothers. I mean, it was a, it was a legit budget movie, um, like $52 million, I think. And, and Joseph Kahn, who's the director, brought his girlfriend. And his girlfriend, everybody knew, was a porn star. Um,
0: Do you know her name?
1: I think it was Buffy St. Clair or Buffy Jasmine St. Clair. St. Clair. Maybe.
0: She did a gangbang film I watched.
1: Oh, anyway. So she's in the audience. The rest of us are in the audience the producers, the director. I mean, everybody is watching this movie on a big screen, finally. And afterwards, she chimes in and says, Oh my God, you could see Monet Major's beard in the last scene. And sure enough, it was the stunt double. But you like they didn't cover it up enough, and you could actually see that the the guy with the blonde wig on had a beard, and it went by every single person except for the porn star, Jasmine Saint Clair. Yes, who was just like right. I was like, oh, um, it wasn't my fault again. I do not take responsibility. we were
2: not in charge of beards. But
1: then. it went back to editorial for a few tweaks, and it ended up being like a 79-minute movie because they had to cut so many things out of it.
0: Well, uh, I am looking up the cast, and Dane Cook was in this oh, movie. Oh, he is oh. in that movie. Uh, with his what name he? in the movie was Neil Luff. Oh. So he must have not been I, that I memorable. Don't been I know, I
1: know. <laughs> Conversing with him, I do remember one time Martin Henderson, who isn't a big star anymore, but he was in, um, you know, that horror film. The
0: I the don't TV know the man. Th- what
1: is the TV one? Well,
0: he was Auckland, New um, Zealand. Uh, he was uh, in uh, is a lot of things. Seems yeah. like he's a New Zealand guy. Yeah,
1: he's a New Zealand guy. Super cute, t- you know. And then would wear like every single time. And I was mostly in post-production, but we were doing reshirts, reshoots, and he had the leather suit on all the time. And so at a certain point, we were doing, like, green screen stuff, and he couldn't zip his fly because he had the gloves on, that you know, like the motorcycle gloves on. So he was like, Claire, Claire, could you come over here and do me a favor? And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, Martin oh, Henderson, yeah. oh, the biggest movie star ever. No, <laughs> he's not, but... He's like, could you just sip my fly? <laughs> and I was like, sure. Why not? This is an honor.
0: <laughs> well, Face on Love was also in the movie. Yes,
1: yeah. he was. I do remember him.
0: Any wacky uh, Face on Love story? I like to talk about movies from 12 years ago. <laughs>
1: yes, I know. This is fantastic. Questions. Well, there are burning
0: questions yeah. about Torque. like. <laughs>
1: I do think there was a movie called Motorcycle Boys that came out after, or what the hell was that That might movie?
0: have been like a Corey Haim, uh, Stephen Bauer <laughs> that, movie. That shit up right now. The great Google Stephen that. Bauer. Um, anyway,
1: no. I, the only other Torque story, I mean, meanwhile, the best part of the movie Torque is my name in the credits, in my opinion, because the movie sort of tanked.
0: Well, I think that was like a big uh, vehicle for Dane at the time. He was huge at the time, so oh, I thought yeah. they thought they'd throw him in the movie, and it would help. And uh, you know, I, I think that movie went like straight to Laserdisc. I mean, it was. It was I love movies that aren't of the best uh, quality. Don't I, that last Expendables movie was fantastic. <laughs> now, Katie, I I don't want to just. Uh, you know, talk about Claire's past in the uh, film world. I see Started that. Uh, well, you worked on Justify. That's pretty. Uh, that's that pretty was the
2: most fun ever
0: with the great Walter Goggins.
2: S- Sadly, my scenes were not with him. Who were um, your I scenes? Think he's with? amazing, but with
0: Timothy Oliphant. Um, oh well, he's he's the but real just deal.
2: Just the whole vibe of that set. You can. Like, I feel like a lot of times you go do TV shows and they move so quickly that everyone is just clearly stressed out about making the day and how much they have to get through. And so you sort of, like, show up and you're like, okay, here, oh, okay, it's over. All right, bye, guys, thanks. And Justified, it's so clear that everyone loved working on it because they would take their time and be like, let's – Timothy Olyphant's like, let's improv, do it, you know, say something and we'll we'll come up with a bit and – and I was like, this is awesome. And so, yeah, everyone was super nice and they just do amazing work.
0: And um, what did you do on Weeds? It was a big show.
2: Uh, I was on Weeds. I um, played uh, in season four when they, in the episode where they discover the tunnel from the maternity store to Mexico. Right. For those of you who watched. Um, a
0: lot of my viewers watch Weeds, trust me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no you uh i was the woman shopping in the store trying on pregnancy clothing and getting in their way while they're like discovering the tunnel and uh elizabeth perkins has like a huge fight blow up
1: fight with her daughter um and i'm like in the middle of it
2: and yeah
1: wait time out i'm an idiot it's biker boys the Lawrence fishburne one that came out at the same time well like six months or so earlier
0: now I've got to look up that uh, yeah. uh, Lawrence, the great Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, I don't really picture him in a motorcycle movie. Oh but. yeah,
1: this was two thousand three, guys, and it's got all of four point five stars on IMDb. Um, but I I'm want to see what the, how many stars Torque got. Cause
0: well, what's the uh, Rotten Tomatoes of uh, you know uh, Torque? Don't uh, hold back. Yeah,
1: I don't even know. Oh, Torque, however, got 4.0 4. stars. <laughs> so, Biker Boys is the massive upgrade on yes, Torque. on Torque.
0: Well, I would uh, say Biker Boys. Uh, let me see. We got Lawrence Fishburne. We got Orlando Jones, who I think is... Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Who at the mm-hmm. time was
1: also, like...
0: He was, all like, all the everything, deal, everything, right? big deal. Yeah. I, I think he currently is falling off the face of the earth with uh, Philip Michael Thomas. Me so.
1: Meanwhile, yeah, you're totally guess. dating me, <laughs> like... Orlando now Jones? all of the listeners know how old I am. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I was so teeny tiny when I worked on that movie.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, well, well, you know. The
1: it was like in middle school. It was. Yeah. You were in middle school? After, no, I wasn't. No,
0: no, no. Now, uh, has female actresses, comics, directors. <laughs> yes. I mean, you guys are five tool girls.
1: We are. Yeah. We're huge tools. <laughs> we are.
2: Yeah, yeah. True. Well, It's
1: true. What's
0: good to have a huge tool right. in Hollywood. Yes, it is. Uh, all told, what I'm are the problems being female in this business? What are
1: the problems of being female? Um,
0: do you face sexism? Do you walk into a meeting and it's all dudes and you're like, oh, here we go? We,
1: um, I feel like we haven't run into that, thank God. And even if we did, we would punch people or something. Like we just wouldn't stand for it. Like you can't give us shit about what we do. Because and but maybe in the beginning when we did have a pilot and it was two girls. I mean, the thing is that the the tables kind of turned and Broad City was a smashing success and Amy Schumer was a great success. And so all of those shows getting I mean, we had the pilot to this show um, and nobody would look at it. They were like two girls. We don't want that. Um, until two girls were the thing, you know, and they started trending.
2: Well, it's like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, and, you know, Amy Poehler's producing Broad City also, and, yeah, just all of these. There's kind of been a wave, and now it's kind of an awesome time to be... Not that everything is solved, obviously, but it's a great time to be two chicks writing comedy in Hollywood because people have just suddenly figured out that we can be funny, and so now they're all looking for that. But the other way around it too is that up until this point like now we have projects with networks and we're you know sort of working in that direction but up until that point we were just in charge of everything we did and so you so know people had to listen up, to us it was like too bad yeah. so like it was still very dude heavy on the crew but we were the bosses so we yeah. so we didn't we didn't get any lip
1: wrangle that cable <laughs> now I get a very... also, here's your sandwich. Thank you so much for being here. We're sorry we can't pay you. That was
0: the... (laughs) Is it hard to get people to work for free or under the guise of, hey, if it gets picked up, if something happens, we'll take care of you down the road? Yes and
2: no. I mean, yes, obviously, being able to give people money is preferable to not giving people money. Um, By the same token, we had a super fucking fun set. And so... Because of that, you know, we got to the end of this shoot which was sometimes long hours, overnights, crazy shit going on and at the end of it everybody was like tell us when season 2 is going to be. Like so, you know, we yeah. made a point to make it as fun as possible on set and you know, to not be a nightmare so that
1: <laughs> right. I like to give ourselves credit for just showing up and doing And because we were so proactive that people sort of just fell in line. And we also were not slave drivers either. You know, second meal, third meal, whatever whatever we could do to go out of our way and show our crew, you know, especially our crew, how much we appreciated them working for us was, you know, that's the key. That's the key in this town.
0: Do you plan on like... uh you know, like Kurt Sutter uses the same people on all his shows. Uh, do you plan like on, like people who worked on the Hub? You to take them. I mean, you guys kind of have like a, a small circle so that will hobby. work. Yeah, yeah. Um, as much as possible. Absolutely, because yeah. these are the
1: people who are helping us make these early steps. Right, in, in and we owe stages. them. You know, and they're good. And at, they're I mean, freaking talented. Yeah, all of them. Crew, cast. cast Everybody, post-production, yeah.
2: They worked yeah. their asses off. We found off. a lot of hilarious people making yeah. this web series. Mm-hmm. Now,
0: on Indiegogo, I know that I contributed to the uh, Quiet Riot documentary fund, mm-hmm. uh, and they had little prizes, like, for $500. <laughs> you got, like, a uh, drumstick from Frankie Benali, mm-hmm. But for $10,000, you could actually be in the documentary, which I f- thought was crazy.
1: Oh, that's fun. S- that's great. Yeah, but, I mean, that's like... That's crazy. Yes. I,
0: yeah. I thought, like, shouldn't you have to be in the band to be in the documentary?
1: Technically, yes. You, <laughs> you would think should. think so. But then they probably just interviewed the donors and were like, why did you donate this much money to right. Quiet Riot? Why do you love the band so much? And, right. And
0: well, so. I started a Kickstarter the next day to do a documentary on that guy. Oh,
1: oh the guy that's who good. donated Yeah, 10, <laughs> right. yeah that's great. And it
0: got, like, $1,400. Uh, nice. Nice. I mean, there was a lot of burning. You could go qu- to
1: you could town. Totally something for $1,400. $1, dollars for sure. But
0: what did you girls give prizes for certain levels of? We
1: have many
2: magical we pieces of swag for many, The Hub yes. fundraiser, which here was our our first and probably only like huge moron move of this entire process was that we were like, we're going to raise $10,000, but we want it to seem achievable, so we're going to ask for $9,500, <laughs> and then we're going to like go over, right? And then we actually raised that much, and we were like, oh, this is amazing. And then we remembered that we had to pay for all the swag we promised everyone, and so we didn't actually have $10,000. We had like $7,000. So we gave people travel mugs and shirts and like behind-the-scenes video access and and name a character. If you
1: donated $150, I would ship you an entire batch of homemade chocolate chip cookies, which I made myself from scratch. Yep. And so that was also slightly time consuming.
2: <laughs> like in retrospect, a lot of these were poor choices, but we, at the time, like that's what we could do. You know?
1: Yeah. But what I was ma- the most... I make damn good cookies.
0: Oh, I bet. Yeah. I mean, you girls look like, you know... You
1: didn't donate, so you didn't get any. But. Well, I didn't know of the project at the, at the time. You oh. didn't know at the time. I know. If this, if this happened today, you would be like, damn straight.
0: Well, how about what would like say a hundred bucks have gotten me? Um, the cookies? Yeah, I
1: think the 150 was the cookies. 150 like bucks was a t shirt. 50 bucks was a t shirt. Was was and
2: then if you donated like a $1,000, you were a producer. And right. so your name is in the credits.
1: And
0: but that's, you didn't get to produce anything. It was just a name only. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah like you just a, got like a credit. A, yeah, a vanity credit. We should have just given exactly. everybody credits because that's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just typing into your computer like producer. It doesn't mean anything.
0: Did you have like a huge like $5,000 you get to like have a threesome with you two or something?
1: I know. That would have been amazing. Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't mean to uh, objectify you. I mean, no, but I feel no. like
1: for our next yeah. Kickstarter, it's really just all about being a good entrepreneur. Right, but that's so. free sex for us, too. You know.
0: Well, I don't know what We're your uh, denominations are. I don't know what you, uh, w- you know, are you got girls married, uh, boyfriends, girlfriends? I'm
1: married. This one's married.
0: I get a very Law & Order. For the project, uh, you look like that girl from Law & Order, Kelly Giddish. SVU. Oh. Yeah, that's a good thing. She's working, always okay. working. Yeah.
1: I am single.
0: And what is that like being... <laughs> <laughs> what is that like being a single woman in this male-dominated business?
1: In this, it, well, LA is the worst dating town on the planet. I just want to put that on the record. Yeah. Um,
0: Why do you say that? Because
1: it's true. Because it's true. <laughs> and you just end up going on these ridiculous dates with people that don't make any sense. And then... Oh, man.
2: LA attracts a lot of...
1: interesting characters characters. and they all have their own agenda and you don't exactly know what their agenda is going to be at any given moment and then with the dating apps it's just gotten worse i mean i've had terrible dates without dating apps but i've had worse dates with them
0: well i may have an app for you oh you do because uh, this is a great we're gonna just diversify for a second from projects and stuff okay my I used to do the dating, you know, eHarmony, Match, mm-hmm. uh, Tender, yeah, uh, tenders yeah. for straight people, grinders for gay people. Yes, yes. And what's your biggest concern when you go on those websites? You don't want to catch anything, right?
1: Um, like STDs. Well, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sure.
0: So maybe the three or, of us could.
1: Or the flu. <laughs> well,
0: I don't think you can catch a flu on okay. Tender. That's true. But what about a dating website? Because you girls are creative minds. And this is the yep. first time I've ever pitched this to anybody.
1: Okay. <laughs> We're ready. Yeah, shoot, Earl. I'm ready for
0: it. A dating website called Hiver. And the first three letters are in capital. Yep, H-I-V right, yes. mm-hmm. and a little R. And it's Maybe a, not even an E, just the tiny R, right? Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very techie. It's a dating site for people with full-blown AIDS.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Think
0: about it. Really yeah. You we have can it. Hook up with each other. Right.
2: Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Here are all the people that I can hook up with with no
0: guilt right. in Los right. Angeles. You have it. They have it. Mm-hmm. You can't catch it twice. Let's meet for drinks.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did have this idea once blow, upon a time. This, could blow this is up up in season two about of starting We <laughs> did have a pitch for starting a, a dating
2: website where you match with people based on having the same STD. Oh. So yeah. it just really branches it out to like. If you have gonorrhea and I have gonorrhea, right? Let's make that happen. Well, maybe us. we
0: we got our next web series. Yeah, I, wouldn't,
2: I wouldn't. limit yourself. I mean, Hyver is like a great. Uh, I like that name. I know, but that I
1: think name you can great. really expand the usability. And this was yeah. we did think about this. This is so That's funny. So That's funny. crazy. This is great minds thinking alike, it's right true. here. There's We're just having, a synergy going yeah. on. Um, no, and we but we had it. You know those like testing vans.
0: Yeah, with blair know. underwood's picture on the yeah. poor blair underwood and then you
1: just walk in and get your diagnosis we were gonna we were gonna put another van next to it that's like dating van like right, and then, right. <laughs> diagnosis
2: to the food truck next door right <laughs> get in that van and find out who else has your same one
1: right yeah. yeah so you could do it all at once and figure out oh yeah we should go out next thursday i have chlamydia you have chlamydia yay <laughs>
0: Well, I think we found, uh, what's going
1: on? This is a market gap, I think.
0: Well, thanks to Jake, you know, it's a, it's fate. Right? It's just great people bringing great people together Mm -hmm. to do great things that change the world. Right. I like it. This is how Workaholics started. (laughs) On a podcast, talking about an AIDS dating (laughs) website. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And we are in West Hollywood, so it's. Oh, yeah. it's I there it's
1: apropos this is yeah this is gonna happen mm-hmm. soon
0: i mean i don't even have to see the movie philadelphia i just go to the market
1: guys the kickstarter right. will be available tomorrow i'm <laughs> telling you if we some for
2: five grand
0: <laughs> uh well I, I i'll film it you girls can well you're yeah. married so i guess it'll have to uh film. have to be you and me yeah, yeah. and <laughs> a third and, and a and third and whoever's yep. the donor Mm-hmm. Now, do you find the dating world for a, wi- a woman in the entertainment business is hard because you're, you're only around actors, uh, people trying to make it so they might see you go, oh, may, you know, because I'm only the around actors, comics.
1: Yeah, the actors all dress better than I do. So when I go out with a dude, they're just like, oh, you know, and, and hopefully they claim to be straight. You never know.
0: Yeah, I mean, what is uh, straight yeah. in this day and age? It's
1: true. There's a full spectrum. You meet a lot of people. And so, and I and I give a lot of people a chance. You know, I will go on the dating app and say, oh, okay. And then this one guy, this one guy would just refuse to ask me any questions about myself. Just talked about himself the entire time. His name was Paul. We're not going to say last names. Paul Stanley from Kiss? No. Were they, no. no, it oh. was not him. <laughs> Um, well, he might so play. At a certain point, I just I just yelled at him. I was like, "Just ask me a question about myself." And he was like, "Oh, so you mean like you want to play truth or dare?" And I was like, "Okay, sure, yeah, play truth or dare." And he's like, "On a scale of one to ten, how do you rate me?" And I was like, "No, i was not a question about myself." <laughs> it, n- yeah, that was that was an interesting date. Yeah.
0: And what I app did you meet this uh, buffoon on?
1: I met him, I think, on Match. I think on Match.com. I'm not on Match. I was only on Match for like a month because my friend Erica sent me a group on And I was like, <sighs> all right, fine.
0: <laughs> I was on Plenty of Fish. I had to get out of there. There's psychopaths on that thing.
1: Yeah. Oh, geez. There, were, there were some psychopaths on Match.com, too. That was no i feel like now i'm on hinge um and which what's that one using hinge is the friend of a friend one so it links up with your facebook and then whoever you're friends with on facebook they like it connects you to only dudes that are also friends with your facebook friends okay Um, yeah
0: now are you worried well i guess you're not but uh like, I like my anonymity on these uh, sites. You, you know, like, I don't want people to go, oh, my God, Earl's on Tinder. Right. Are you worried about people going, oh, my God, Claire's on Hinge or Hiver? Um, That's a very n- generous
2: assessment of
1: how... Yeah, famous. we're so famous. Powerful. <laughs> we're not that famous yet.
0: So but I mean... I soon, any moment. Oh, you girls are, like, the. I get a very uh, South Park vibe from you girls, like... Yes. You know, it could be the next uh I agree.
1: That's our, yeah. Sure. We never thought of it that way, but that could be our plan. Yeah. Yeah. One of us has to start animating though. Fuck. Like draw software.
0: <laughs> <lot> <laughs> are you would you guys like to develop uh an animated series or do you like, uh, you know, live action?
1: At at this point in time, we are up for anything that will pay our rent.
2: Although our next passion project is going to be a movie where lots of people get on motorcycles,
1: <laughs> no, with
0: beards, it's so like torque meets biker boys. Right, yeah. right. But we're going for a five out of ten star
1: rating. None of that so. is true. We are we are working oh, right, on, probably. we we are working on a teen comedy right now.
0: Can I be like the creepy teacher?
1: Please. Yes. Actually. Yes. Believe it, me. Yeah, we haven't seen. Yeah. This inappropriateness that you claim to have, yet. Earl. Well, I
0: try and be classy. I know that you're naked right now? I don't. Well, I do have a great dick pic, but you know, that's the whole. There you go. I can't show that to you girls. It's like, you know, it might get me cast in your next project. <laughs>
1: that's right. right. You never know. Right.
0: But I would not. not I, well, I try. That's too
1: much of a tease. That's yeah.
0: Well, it's just okay. the lighting. It's it's a full body shot, mm, so it's yeah. like. Uh, is taken up well it is, you know, you gotta hold the camera at an angle and selfie uh, stick. You know, yeah. all yeah, I don't do that. No. <laughs> but I always wonder if a porn star could have a selfie dick. Like some of them. Oh
1: right. interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. P O V like
0: right down. Right.
1: That would extend but the your dick would extend further than your reach would perhaps.
0: not uh Lexington yeah. Steels. That's that's impressive what he has. Yeah. Now, Katie, we've covered Claire's Dating. dating life. how did you meet your husband is uh i met so my
2: husband is also a he's a tv writer
0: okay and a comedy can writer. we say what i, I don't want to, to like yeah can, we can totally can we say what uh, shows he
2: sure um so he uh before we were dating was writing on weeds that was okay. one of the first uh times that i met him and uh, and then uh, is currently working on The Brink on HBO, which is um, an amazing show. If you're not watching it with uh, Tim Robbins and Jack Black, being and Pablo Schreiber being really funny and saving the world.
0: I love Pablo Schreiber. I mean, he's he's awesome. The Wire was just yeah like season and he's two. He's amazing
2: and everything. Orange everything. Um. So yeah, but we met. where I was living in New York still and uh, was in a play of his. And he came, he didn't have anything to do with like the production part of it, but came out to see the show. And we talked for like two hours after the play and we were both dating other people. But I was like, you're funny. And he was like, you're funny. And that was that. And then when I moved out here, I was like, hey, I know four people and you. What's fun to do in L.A.? And the answer was each other. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well okay um, <laughs> that, that's, get, let's no, get I mean, into the, that
2: Like we just started hanging out and doing fun stuff well I know what
0: hanging out means no
2: actually legitimately we we were like just doing fun stuff together for about six months and then one day I was like I think Dave and I might be dating and then like everyone around me was like duh we all can tell that you guys are in love but you have no idea Um. so yeah and D- Dave also had an agenda during that time but I was like you're just so fun to hang out with love. what was
0: his agenda just to get some action
2: no 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 to like to like oh do, to get to, married yeah 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 to get married eventually. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> i mean most guys he sort help. of
2: got it right away and he was like oh yeah the, well, let's like you know did you sleep with them happen. on the first day no 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 we were legitimately we were friends for like six months or something before anything happened oh wow yeah because i was just like you're so great i just want to hang out with you all the time and then i finally like got the hint
0: now, is it hard being married <laughs> to a writer? He's busy writing. You're busy producing, creating. I mean, do it's, you guys see each other a lot?
1: It's both. It's both. They never see each other. It's weird. We actually no, don't we see, see each he other very right. me so much yeah. more.
0: That's the secret to a healthy relationship.
2: actually is that we, like, people often comment that we are so independent that we are almost, you know, most times people see us. They're like, oh, what's Dave up to? I'm like, oh, I don't know. He's uh, doing something tonight. Whatever. And then we like, you know when we hang out it's awesome and fun and whatever but it's good it's it's good and bad uh our house is like at times a neurotic tornado of of both of us trying to write things but we like purposefully put our office spaces in opposite corners so that we can not run into each other or run into each other corner uh,
1: is called my living room
0: (laughs)
2: well a lot of times i'm in claire's living room also um but it's good you know sometimes we like bounce jokes and pitches off each other Um, and I also was when we got together I was just acting at that point I wasn't writing so it was a good like balance Uh, but yeah good yeah it's awesome they're a cute couple he's the best they are we we all
1: like Holstein but we're
2: we're a fan yeah so
0: how did you guys connect in the first place because I know that Claire you went to Columbia yes I did Katie you went to Harvard I did to elite schools you meet there or the out Nets here? That's
2: during a math competition between the universities. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, none of that is true. true. No. Um, I was living in New York for the first like three years after college. And so when I moved out here, um, a friend of mine recommended me to an acting workshop, like a class. Um, and so I showed up and my first assigned scene partner was Claire Garrity to do a uh, single white female. A scene. Love the movie. I was the crazy one.
0: The, so you good, were the uh, Jennifer cast- Jason Lee good
2: casting right out of the gate. I could see that right right like that could totally it was an it was an epic scene
0: and you're the uh, fonda
2: yeah yeah um, part. And so uh, so we went so I went over to Claire's place to rehearse and her place is like covered in photos of her with a guy that was in my class at col- in college. And so I was like, oh, my God, get out of town. Did you date Steve Mott? And then I was like, oh, wait, we just met. What's your last name? That's my brother. No, that was yeah. gross. Oh. No,
0: You dated your brother? I did
2: I not did date. Not. They just no. hug a lot in photos, which then was understandable. It's my brother. Right. Yes. So anyway, so it turns out I knew Claire's, both of Claire's brothers while I was in school, but just never had met Claire or knew her. And then out
1: here, yeah. fate intervened. Fate, destiny.
0: And you Eddie guys O'Brien just Ryan
1: was my destiny.
0: <laughs> and you guys are locked for life work creatively. Wives.
1: Work yes. wives. Yeah, we officially got wife um married uh what like a mm. year ago? I don't know. Uh, no, more than that. More than that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway.
1: And it, it was
0: we're so in it. we mm-hmm. We're committed. In it to win it. Yeah. Yeah what's next i mean the hub is still pumping strong well
2: the hub is so the hub is out now which is super exciting because right. after so, watch s- it. so many so
1: much where time, can people find it Watchthehub.com.:
0: and youtube right yes but you prefer fun. to w- well, people to go it's
1: easier, to easier to watch find all the episodes in a row one-stop watch shopping the com
0: and facebook there's the
1: facebook the yeah, hub has like a like on page facebook. you yeah. can like us on facebook you um, can like become our twitter followers and stuff we'll we'll tweet at you all the time we will we have nothing better to do
0: what's the twitter page
1: um what is my my twitter name is c underscore garrity uh-huh. underscore mott <laughs> so
0: that's probably one too many underscores for my like fan base single
1: worst twitter <laughs> name. I, I fucked up on creating my twitter uh, account and hmm. i made it far too complex for anybody to find me but mine is at this is K D O. better
2: K-A-T-I-E-O. k-a-t-i-e-o
0: yeah you better spell that out for she my fan the base of the operation. <laughs> but does the hub have its own fan page it's
2: the worst we're I'm so to go I'm gonna go right
0: <laughs> now I'm gonna hit the Twitter page uh, if you go on at watch the hub on Twitter you guys only have 40 followers you gotta step we it up barely released the We just I know released it's the no theory. excuse um, but you have to do it
1: but we're gonna we are gonna do it we're gonna do it yeah many exciting
0: things happening. I know that's why you guys gotta get on it now
2: Officially work married. Um, we have all these new projects. We're developing something for ABC right now.
0: Let's talk about that.
2: Another comedy. I don't know, I don't know how oh. much we can. Oh, talk about. it's, it's like one of those. Secret and exciting. Um, but we're really excited about it. And it would be another project that we, you know, if all goes according to plan through all the steps, we would get to like produce and write and act in and do all the jobs again, which is mm-hmm. our favorite.
0: Well, without getting into the, the specifics. Uh, you know there's a lot of bad shows on tv there are and i often wonder how do good ones not get on like
1: uh,
0: uh, you know like i watch bar rescue on spike tv it's like how does this show on the air (laughs) (laughs) i mean like someone took this to them and it's on it's not just on once a week they really just marathon it.
2: right just the other day we had a writing meeting in the background of a shoot for shahs of sunset we did we were there yeah we were in a Mm -hmm. cafe writing and then they came in and did a whole shoot, and we just kept writing on our
1: laptops
0: yeah. in the Yeah. Is it tough? Shaw's The Sunsets, another one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> how that shows on the Ida. I don't think E says no to. No, that's a Bravo show. It's a Bravo show. My, I don't want to get.
1: But it's all good. I got a date out of it. It's true. Yeah.
0: With yeah. one yeah. of the Shaws.
1: We're not, not a, a Shaw. Not one of the producers.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. People, well, is it?
1: People are just asking for my number left and right. I don't know what's.
0: Well, you're hot, there. babe. I mean, I went on the hub. I'm like, wow. Both girls got it. Now, this is before I knew you were married. But, but I'm like, that's okay. Wow. Yeah, she
1: can still be it. hot, but you just can't do her.
0: Yeah. Are you talking to me specifically, or, or? I'm just
1: saying in general, Humans. you can still think a married woman is hot but you just can't do anything with her. You know, oh, absolutely. That's the lame part about it. But whatever.
0: Yeah, that marriage um, boy, it really.
1: Yeah. yeah. Her hubby's a lucky guy. He knows it, though. He, he knows <laughs> it. He told me.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I you know, maybe he can come on for what the... What is sec- happening? <laughs> well, this is... Uh, in case you notice, girls, I don't plan the questions. We just...
1: <laughs> we just... Yeah, shoot the shit, and then oh, yeah. you know whatever we, comes out comes out.
0: We just hit record, and then I stop mm-hmm. two seconds later when one of the mics blows mm-hmm. up. And right.
1: uh, that's a good quality to have, though spontaneity.
0: Well, I'm like, well, it is because I that want. You
1: should on your dating websites and stuff. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm out of the game now. Uh,
1: oh, are you married?
0: No, no, uh, I just, um, quit. you know, <laughs> quit the game, quit everything. My social life is kind of like a buffet. You see everything's spread in front of me, but I don't eat all of it. So um. uh, that's a Paul Stanley quote. Mm. Nice. I like to give credit where credit is due. Right, like, right, yeah. uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm only around comics. It's a tough group to date.
1: It's fair, yeah.
0: It's tough. It's, yeah. I mean, it's tough. <laughs> uh, so, is it bother? Like you girls are writing legitimate creative endeavors does, does it bother you when you see a show like Shaw's The Sunset on the air? Not not that that particular, like that such garbage gets on the air and you girls have to struggle so much to get like a, a legitimate sitcom or whatever it is out.
1: Right, right. Well, yeah, that's true. An important
2: lesson that we learned early in the process and thank God we had an amazing uh, showrunner working with us for the IFC project, Les Firestein. He's the funniest and also was just a great mentor and you know he's one of those guys that's like get ready it has absolutely nothing to do with merit anything can torpedo it for any reason at any time you can't go through any of these processes like expecting it to be fair or make sense and so if you just let yourself accept that and you just do your best, you know. You do the best you can. At least for us, in the case of the hub, we had already shot it, so we could at least put it out. Like so many amazing shows, just go away forever when they don't get picked up. Um, but we're trying to, you know, we're trying to make better things. Yeah, I mean, it's it's
1: for the amount of years that we've been in this town and sort of watching the political game that Hollywood is you know, once you understand how it works, you have to, you know, like it's hard to say, all right, I'm going to change it tomorrow and this is what's going to happen. You know, you sort of have to play the game until you get to a certain level where you're just like, you know what, and now we're going to make really good stuff, you know, so it's perseverance. It's in you know elbow grease it's just get in there get whatever you want done done if people like it they like it if they don't then whatever but
2: also it's an amazing like it's an amazing time right now because all of everyone we meet this year every network every platform they're all you know finally right now realizing that laptops are like not a trend and that people will probably continue watching tv on them indefinitely and so the number of platforms making digital content for cheap like giving access to brand new people is massive compared to ever before so like yay for lots of companies um figuring out what netflix figured out a super long time ago but you know and also
1: you know once we finally landed You know, we had to sell a TV show to a real network in order to finally get representation in this town. But once we finally did get representation, the, you know, the quality of those people, and we love our managers to death, Echo Lake, great, great people, um...
0: Now, don't be uh, my acting friends out there uh, emailing Echo Lake yeah, uh, don't Entertainment. Do don't do that. Cause saying, they're busy
1: working on our careers scary. right now. Yeah.
0: Katie and Claire recommended me. Uh, you know. We
1: just we just like to give shout outs to like good people who are. Well,
2: it's just about like finding someone who is your people. Yeah. Right. And then it kind of like becomes a a super happy relationship. Right. But it's
1: you know is our recommendation to up and move to Hollywood to become superstars, not Not necessarily anything
2: else that you could possibly do and (laughs) live with yourself. But our recommendation is to all those people is to make your own shit. Like this is what I mean. that was so much of the class that we met in that sort of uh, which is the professional artist workshop. Gary Imhoff, He's amazing. More shout outs. Best teacher ever. Um, And, you know, so much of what he taught us was like 20 years ago, you your only option was to book a role on CSI and be the barista in something. And now it's all about fitting out. You know, you don't like yes, book shows that exist, but also make your own thing and show people what you do that's different from what other people do. Like otherwise, how does Jack Black exist? How does Sasha Baron Cohen exist? How does Will Ferrell exist? They don't show up and you know, be perfect casting for CSI. Like, this is an amazing time. So make your own shit. It's cheap. It's easy. And then you can just show people what you do.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what Rob Schneider did. His show was canceled on CBS. And he just said, fuck it. I'm going to make my own show. And it just got picked up on Netflix. Yeah. He financed Next. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Yeah.
1: I mean the fact that they wouldn't even pick up Kimmy Schmidt, and then it's crazy, yeah. That they made the NBC was like nah, no. The web, the web has made lots of things possible that previously were not possible.
0: But yet, a show like Big Brother is literally twenty seasons in. Seasons. It's crazy well, <laughs> because
1: it's cheap. It's cheap to do unscripted content, right? So you don't necessarily you don't pay writers, you don't pay. A lot of that stuff is non-union. I mean, the the reality boom was because it was really cheap content, and you could get you know a skeleton crew together and go shoot people who people just really you're also not paying to you know want to eat up TV time. Yeah. So there's,
2: there's also like a huge dichotomy right now, and ch- like half of the TV shows that exist are just. Better than any movie, the best writing out there, the best actors, the you know just unbelievable. Yeah, cable content. cable shows are amazing half, right now. Yeah, and then there and then the other half of TV shows are the kind of thing you want on in the background while you're mostly making dinner or whatever you <laughs> know. And so those still need to exist for the people who want that, but you know for people who want to
1: watch it and like it. There's also amazing.
0: things. Yeah, like Sons of Anarchy was uh
1: yeah. or Mr. Yeah. Robot. Oh my god, I Mr. love Robot, Mr. Robot. Uh
0: that new uh show The Affair on uh, HBO. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Narcos. The Affair is on Showtime.
0: Uh, th- my bad. But okay. Showtime. We have to go. I was I was thinking of Dominic West. He's he was in The Wire. I got yes. my uh, That's true. Yeah, that's true. And uh, my favorite guilty pleasure movie of all time, Rockstar. Yeah. Right. You know what the you know, great Marky Mark and
1: uh, <laughs> Macky Mac. You gotta pronounce it right, dude.
0: <laughs> well, well, yeah. Are you guys big uh, fans of the Wahlbergs?
1: Oh, heck yeah!
0: I do like oh, the one yeah. in uh, Blue Bloods. He's good, Donnie. Donnie, I think. Donnie.
1: Donnie. He what was, a new yeah, new kid on the block, of course.
0: Well, I'm a Backstreet Boy uh, oh. guy myself.
1: Well, the new kids are from Boston, and we're from Boston. Well, she's from New Hampshire, but you know, the same thing. The new kids
2: thing. were the precursor to Backstreet yeah. and NSYNC. They really, you know,
0: well, right. if you girls they are paved from
1: the way for white right. boy bands, <laughs> Yeah,
0: you know, I'm the a original. big new addition. Well, uh, yeah, and the new addition was uh, the urban boy band. I yeah. guess you'd say. And
2: then the new kids were like, we're white but also urban, <laughs> and then we <laughs> all because we buy,
1: wear we a we lot of denim. Yeah. We wear so much denim. Watch out.
0: Well, I'm a Cars fan, and they, are, of course, your Boston's uh, favorite son to older people.
1: (laughs) Yep, yep. I mean, you've heard of the Cars. Yes, 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 yes. yes, of course. Aerosmith also comes to mind.
0: The band Boston. Yes,
1: the band Boston. The Mighty Mighty Bostones.
0: Let me see. uh, What other? uh, uh, Well, uh, one of my favorite, uh, they were a boy band. No one's heard of them. They were from the Boston area called right. the Click 5.
2: Click 5 I have heard
0: of. And I They're
2: not super
0: popular. Well, it goes along with like a movie that you thought would be huge and it just wasn't. These guys were like in sync and the Backstreet Boys but they played their own instruments. Yes. Yeah. That was a fatal flaw. But they were good at them. I mean, (laughs) they were like really talented, and they—that
1: was their huge mistake: being an actual band.
0: Yeah, (laughs) they dressed up in suits and. So
1: this is my Aerosmith story. You want to hear my Aerosmith story?
0: Is a pig stick pork? Of course I do.
1: (laughs) So when I was 16, meanwhile I was like a ridiculous 16-year-old, and you know the grunge era had come in, and I really sort of knew who Aerosmith was, but not a lot and I was, you know, wearing baggy pants and flannels, and I was, you know, more into that genre, um, but one of the, so the, gu- the guitarist Brad Whitford, um, his son was in my same drama class, but he was 13, and I was 16, but didn't matter, he still had the biggest crush on me, which was okay, um, so he was like, do you want to come to an Aerosmith show and like be backstage and everything? And there was no way I was gonna say no to that. So we went, you know. And 13 and 16 is a big age gap in, you know, from so like middle school to high school. Statutory, means, uh, yeah, exactly. situation. Don't do it. Yeah. So I go on this date, quote unquote. Um, with Zach, which is really fun, but you know, I know sort of like sweet emotion and that, that's it
0: <laughs> so, coming in your hand.
1: Yeah. So meanwhile, the Steven Tyler, we're just like backstage, um, at this venue called Great Woods, which isn't called that anymore. And Steven Tyler grabs my hand and drags me on stage during mama kin and puts the microphone in front of my face. And first of all, no, but not even Aerosmith fans know the words the to Mommakin. And I certainly did not know any of the words to Mommakin. And he wanted me to sing along. And I was just like, deer in the headlights. I, could, oh, I couldn't I could even move. I was just like, oh. And meanwhile, everybody else from my high school is like in the lawn seats. <laughs> they made fun of me so bad. They're like, oh, Claire, we saw you on the Jumbotron. You didn't know the words to Mommakin. I'm like, whatever. Who does? <laughs> but that's my that's my Aerosmith story he also Steven Tyler also said that I smelled good he was like ooh you smell good what are you wearing I was like oh deodorant thanks
0: <laughs> now are you leaving anything out I get the feeling he said other things to you as well <laughs> no. come on it's inappropriate Earl.
1: yeah no that's all he said to me I mean he did you know take a huge inhale of my person and I was 16 and I was just like uh, um, and and Liv was there too I met Liv Tyler um, and then there was an Aerosmith video game like an arcade game that Zach and I played which is he's like oh look there's my dad on a video game which
0: <laughs> did you yeah. kiss him at the end of the night
1: um I did not kiss him at the end of the night I I feel like I I think I drove because he couldn't drive
0: <laughs> yeah I don't think many 13 year olds can drive
1: <laughs> yes no, 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 we didn't drive. We the limo picked us up. That's dumb, yeah.
0: he must have tried to kiss you though. I went
1: in the limo. um not that night. There was another episode of that that whole saga. Meanwhile, all the kids in high school, they were terrible. They called me a pedophile for even hanging out with Zach Whitford. um but Zach was awesome, like he meanwhile is like the coolest thirteen year old on the planet. I just <laughs> not today, not today at the time. At the time yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought you meant he was still 13. No, no,
1: no, no, no. Now three years different. I mean, if he's out there, Zach, I'm around. Call me up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hook it up. Yeah. Because Aerosmith is still touring. Unbelievably.
1: I think they are. are they on tour right now? Aerosmith? We don't the, they're like Kiss. Yeah. They'll never yeah. stop. Yeah. Zach's a, an amazing photographer right now. I, I bet. I'm on Facebook. Um, but no he he would write me love letters though it was really sweet
0: well, maybe his dad wrote them
1: <laughs> maybe his house was awesome too it was like a castle it was very cool it had like old gothic things going on
0: alright well let's steer this back to the entertainment yeah, world yeah
1: sorry sorry it was, it was no no oh back in the day
0: you were at some 13 okay. year old's gothic mansion
1: I was this this close to fame <laughs>
0: Now, what do you girl? Do you girls do um, outside projects individually, or is it always team? I mean, you guys have separate things you work on on your own. Like, do you have a project? Do you have a project? Yeah, we,
2: we have we some projects. Both work on other stuff, but this this year, since we sort of since the IFC thing finished with the hub, we don't have as much time for all those other things because no. we're just like working nonstop on new stuff together. Um, What's yeah.
0: in the future for you, ladies? Um,
1: domination. Yeah, world domination <laughs> for sure.
0: We well, just created a few boners, and my. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um. Because what I like to do on this podcast is, I want the crowd to go. We want to hear more. I, yeah, I yeah. hope so. We, we so I want to give them a little a teaser, teaser mm-hmm. before we end. Sure. You know, because right now I've done research. We're about the hour mark. Okay. This is definitely when my fans start to tune out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) I know. Come back, fans. Come back. We have one more thing to say.
0: You give a little taste. I know Brian Callan does like a 10-minute with Chris D'Elia and Will Sasso. Yeah. You know. That's a teeny tiny podcast. But they're great. I love each and every one of those guys. They're so funny. They are just three nice dudes. Will Sasso, me and him are big wrestling. He's such a cool guy. Yeah. He uh, went to, uh, you know, Rowdy Roddy Piper, the wrestler, died, and uh, I had to host the uh, memorial. And uh, Will Sasso came, and just it was—he was just Aww. an amazing, uh, yeah. amazing yeah, guy. He's a so shot
2: something with him and Brian a couple months ago, and he was mm-hmm. just uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Brian's yeah. great. Crystal is like you know, I knew the other day when he was talking to a bunch of girls at the comedy store, and he grabbed my arm and said, "You're one of my favorite people." Like, for him wow. to stop talking to girls, yeah, yeah, wow, you I've have so arrived.
1: Power there. Yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. I mean I'm a good guy yeah but enough about me (laughs) what's next for you ladies
1: um well we have uh just more web series in the pipeline
0: and you can't say well I mean can you give us a little hint maybe comedy drama it's comedy oh yeah it's definitely comedy and then
1: you know hopefully knock on something oh here I found wood um you know hardwood for so many jokes jokes um something like a teen comedy feature that i'm supposed to be writing the outline for at this very moment
2: what do you mean it's already done <laughs> oh yeah, yeah no, it's no, we're already, already done. We have yeah a series in the works of abc
0: uh but that you feature. cannot talk about quite yet
2: we can't we're close to being but we can't say what it is i think oh, it's all good
1: but stay Definitely stay acting. tuned so yeah you, for it the
0: next can i get the exclusive
1: yeah you can oh heck yeah
0: because yeah, i'm yeah. just trying can i do audience warm-up on the uh I'm pining for gigs now on my podcast <laughs> <laughs> this is like yeah
1: yeah do you do any acting
0: um well listen i don't mean to brag <laughs> but seeing that this is did shoot a the other. i did shoot a commercial mm-hmm. i've, I've I'm in Rob Schneider's show on Netflix, a couple episodes. Oh, sweet. Awesome. And I'm, I do play the voice of uh, Barry Jelly and Tyler, the creator's The Jellies. Nice. Cartoon series. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so. you have
1: a very sexy voice, so I understand why.
0: It's a great baritone phone sex voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you wearing?
1: Ooh. Ooh. Mm.
0: Right. Maybe um, you and I could talk off the air. <laughs> So I can act if it's in my wheelhouse. Like, I could okay. be in any Expendables movie. Yeah.
1: Perfect. Great.
0: Dry, sarcastic.
1: No, that's our wheelhouse, We've too. We've got you covered. Yeah, we,
0: don't yeah. worry about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I got kicked out of a Sons of Anarchy audition. Because uh, I thought it would be... Because
1: you showed up in the nude.
0: Well, I took a risk. Yeah. <laughs> As girls... It's a strong choice. I Well, let me ask you girls this. Uh, the role was for White Supremacist number 9. Yeah. And they said, are you comfortable saying the N-word on camera? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and get paid? And then I had to say the, the line. And I'm right. not going to say that word. It's a horrible word. But, yeah. uh, although from Boston, you guys might uh, have heard it once or 500 times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the line was, I'm not selling guns to the Mayans and the...
1: Right, the n word.
0: So I kept messing up the word Mayans so I could keep saying the n word over and over again. <laughs> and uh I didn't get the gig so. Yeah. Thank you uh Wendy O'Brien and Kurt Sutter <laughs> for uh, not calling me back. Uh So you guys got some things in the works at uh, the ABC and and uh, the hub is there like uh, what's what's going on with the hub? The hub-
2: big plans for season two and we just need to find a break in our schedules to shoot it. Yeah. Um, but oh, that's absolutely so going to happen. We're going to keep going because we love that yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Any it's plans so for, fun to shoot.
0: for like celebrity, uh, you know, maybe Simon Baker now that he's not busy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, a I, natural fit. Right. I wrote yeah. a whole part for Adam Ray mm-hmm. um, who I've met once or twice who's just fun. Great fun. man. Yeah. 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 He's good people.
0: He's uh, w- one of the good ones in this business mm-hmm. of which there are not many. All right, girls. I know we've done this once before, but if you know my fan base, uh, my fan base is the type that thinks uh, pro wrestling is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can now? We're gonna do this individually because you guys have a lot of websites to cover. It's like <laughs> I asked you for like your Twitter. There's like seven different uh, at. Uh, so there are seven different Twitters, none of which we have more than yeah. seven followers <laughs> on. If you go to the
1: website, you can connect to. But I want the Facebook the and the Twitter, and it's only the website that matters.
0: But right, but we're gonna do this because I want I, I'm trying to help you girls out.
1: It's yes, and so, we, we appreciate. We appreciate. All right,
0: Claire, it. you go first. What is your individual Twitter thing where you want people to follow you? You know, whatever.
1: C underscore. Garrity and Garrity is spelled G-E-R-E-T-Y underscore M-O-T-T.
0: That's it. That's it. <laughs> Oh, I thought there was. Well, I, 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 this is a long <laughs> fucking yeah. address. No wonder you only. I I fucked up. Katie. Um, well, let me think. Okay, so my Twitter is
2: at this is K Katie D O. K-A-T-I-E-O. K-A-T-I-E-O. And um, my website is katielocko'brien l o c k e. How well,
0: how do you spell l o c k e? The whole I'm thing. Okay. L o c k e
2: o b r i e n. Katielocko'brien dot Uh, Katie on Instagram. What else is there?
0: Facebook. I do you have like a fan Facebook. page, or you want people going okay, so to your personal? Because there are a
2: bazillion Katie O'Briens in the world, but the hub. You can find us from the hub fan page, and then the most important website. Is watchthehub.com. That's where all the episodes are up, all the info about us and the story, and the,
1: all the cool stuff. So yeah, Watch it. my Instagram is ClaireGM.
0: Once again, you gotta spell it out for my fans. C
1: L A I R E G M.
0: That's M as in uh, M as in McAdoo: McAdoo.
1: Yes, macadamia. C-L-A-I-R-E-G-M. <laughs> right
0: and uh and his end no i'm just kidding yeah uh so uh girls i uh, well I and a shout out to uh jake head who oh
1: uh, jake, jake head the funniest part of our show you have to watch the series just for him he fucking kills
0: it He's jake sick. is amazing i've known him for uh 10 years and uh you yeah. just root yeah, for their, just if just everyone watch. in hollywood could be like him it'd be a better jake? business mm-hmm. Solid and so i'm awesome. Pretty sure you can follow him uh, at Jake Head, I'm assuming, is his uh, Twitter. But you'll figure that out on your own. This is about the girls, uh, Claire and Katie. This is not about... And uh, please rate and review us on iTunes. Inappropriate Earl. SoundCloud. I don't know if you can review things on there. But I'm just trying to make it, guys. Uh, And as a personal favor, uh, you know my bucket list guest is Gene Simmons from KISS, so what I need all of you to do, and some of you have done it, but not many, at Gene Simmons on Twitter. Tell him to come on this show. I, all the fucking crappy Kiss products I bought in my life, he could spend an hour of his life on this couch, and we'll get to the real Dirt, uh, and not the Motley Crue book. You guys should get in on that. They're trying to find writers for the Motley Crue biography, the book, oh. The Dirt. Ooh. Are you guys fans of that uh, genre of music? I am, yes, definitely. They need, I think, a, a female perspective. Okay. Because there are some great stories. I, it's I don't, uh, as you can tell, I'm not a deep reader. I mm-hmm. mean, I it's either Tony Robbins or you know, like a, a the Billy Idol biography. Uh, and there are so many great stories. You know, at one point, Motley Crue was getting so many women, and they all had girlfriends, and they didn't want their girlfriends to know they were cheating on them. That Tommy Lee, and this is a true story, mm-hmm. would rub a burrito on his genitalia. Oh my God. To cover up the scent of all these other women. Mm. Now, as women, I'm assuming that if you went down, I won't say me, but like uh, on someone. Well, Katie, let's just say that this is an awful example. <laughs> let's say your husband. No, but I will say this: like if I got there and it smelled like a burrito, wouldn't to that me be? That's a... almost more alarming. Right. That would be a, a bigger concern. Like if you go down. What's your husband's first name? Dave. This isn't... You're going to see my acting chops uh, and why I... Are we going to play the scene? Okay. I'm ready. <clears throat> Let me get into character. Okay. Well, I'm going to play you. Oh, great. Okay. And you're going to play Dave. I'm Dave. So I've just rubbed a burrito. We're, right. And we're, uh, let's just say, uh, setting the scene. Uh, uh, make, you know, we're uh, fooling around. Uh, yeah. may, maybe I'm going to go down there to... Uh, and uh, Claire, I'm going to need you to uh, you know, set the scene. Sound, speed, rolling, lights, right. camera, action. Right
1: um quiet all around quiet we got quiet and action
2: hey what's up i've just come home from doing nothing wrong at all listen you're looking good honey Uh,
0: honey i'm so horny right now i I just i have to have you can, can i just
2: this is so common when i get home yes absolutely
0: you have the biggest package of any guy I've ever been with I just need it in my mouth right now
2: let's hold on excuse me for one moment I'm just gonna go up to the kitchen (laughs) (laughs)
0: like
2: the foley Mm -hmm. nothing's weird here let's do it
0: zip Uh, honey uh, why do you smell like a burrito down here
2: Oh, that's not chipotle sauce. I promise. It's uh, uh,
0: uh
1: I don't even know what the hell is <laughs> that? like,
0: That's a wrap. What? That's a wrap.
1: And <laughs> cut. And <laughs> scene. What what mark, seriously, like what possible explanation is there? See, this would be me though. I'd be like, "Oh my god, this is delicious." <laughs> <There> <laughs> this is the burrito. This is the best tasting <laughs> meat I've ever had.
0: <laughs> that's the scene right there. See? There you go. So, if you're
1: I had a burrito for dinner last night, I bet, Chavo, yeah, but I didn't have a dick in my mouth, so you know sad
0: well, more power to you i mean uh i i, I you know, I was offered oral sex the other night walking my dog, so
1: <laughs> yeah, see anything could happen in in West Hollywood Well,
0: this guy was a great uh salesman, he's like, I give the best blow job on Larrabee. and <laughs> I'm like, that's a bold statement, that,
1: that is a bold statement. Yeah, well, but I. Get a few more you know, if he had said on Wilshire, you probably would have believed him. But because it's Larrabee in West Hollywood, I don't know.
0: Well, Larrabee is like the ground zero for. uh yeah. It's like the real deal, and I was just. Uh, I just left the comedy store where I saw someone get killed. Uh, there was oh, a yeah, ki- shooting, was shooting there, there the other night. I was oh, there.
1: Yeah. Oh Jesus!
0: Wow. So uh, this podcast almost didn't happen. Wow. And by the way, I, I feel. I feel I have to tell you this. Um, this is going to be episode 88 of Inappropriate Earl. Mm-hmm. Um, I,
1: infinity and infinity.
0: Well, hopefully. This gets us to the next level. Uh, there have been two uh, Inappropriate Earl guests who are no longer with us. Wow. So is that a warning? Uh, That's crazy. Uh, so just be careful. Yeah. Um, one was the great wrestler, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, mm-hmm. That's awesome. he, he was uh, like, uh, I started c- to co-host his podcast and... Uh, because they needed me to. I love Roddy, but you know sometimes he would, you know, like I would ask him a question about staying the wrestler. Fifteen minutes story is awesome. He's telling about this match they had at the Sportatorium in Dallas in 1987, and then he would just start talking about the Von Erich brothers. So I, they needed me mm-hmm. to like, you rein him in a little right, bit, right. and uh, I miss him a lot. And then the I had uh, episode I think 15, the great. Uh, She had a show on, uh, I believe it was IFC, uh, no, Sundance Channel, I'm sorry, Mm. The Legal Diva. She uh, left us uh, too soon, so uh, I'm just saying be careful out there.
1: All right, well, thank you, yes,
0: yes. I mean, when the the day Rowdy Roddy passed, uh, I had 14,000 downloads that day, so thank you, Roddy, for, I mean, you know, it's a cold business, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's numbers, Yep. And Rowdy would appreciate that yeah. joke.
1: Unfortunately, we are we are not gonna die for you to get more hits. So it would help
0: the numbers. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Um, so maybe you could yeah, get that's hit.
1: That's just he- not, not in our to-do list. Right well, now.
0: I don't want you to die because yeah. I, you know, I think
1: eventually we'll die. Eventually, not before we come back and give you the exclusive on our next. Right? Show. Yeah. You you want us, us as return guests?
0: Well, I think we're gonna be working together. I mean, you've uh, you've clearly seen my acting chops.
1: Yes. Yes, no. you you played Mostly. Katie exquisitely well. Honestly, yes. I forgot it wasn't me
0: for a moment. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty amazing. Now, before I hit stop, I have an idea for a Halloween costume for somebody. Okay, okay I'm excited. What are your thoughts on Caitlyn Jenner? Fan, yeah. not fan, doesn't affect More you?
1: More power to her. Yeah. Really, that's, you know, go girl.
0: Yeah, I guess it is go girl now. Mm-hmm. How about this, though? Tell me this isn't the greatest idea ever. If this Halloween, Caitlyn Jenner goes as Bruce Jenner. Tell me yeah. that's not a money idea.
1: I mean, it's just, it's just easy. I just think it's too easy. She probably still has the clothes, you know, in the closet. It's not a stretch. That's a
0: big closet.
1: Yeah. I, just, I, I feel like, you know, half and half, that could be fun.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, there one side go. of her
1: face is Caitlyn, like one side is, is Bruce. Yeah.
0: Right, right. Like mm-hmm. uh, Al Pacino in uh, the Dick Tracy movie. Uh,
1: yep. Yeah. Or like Aaron Eckhart or any yeah, yeah, Two-Face yeah. from Batman.
0: You know, Batman. You know. Oh, did I get the uh, the cartoon? I thought it was uh, uh, Dick Tracy. I thought Two-Face was in Dick Tracy.
1: No, Two-Face is
0: Batman. Uh, well, the, now you know I haven't made it in Hollywood. There are a lot of I know nothing. Yeah,
2: yeah. There are a lot yeah. of
1: strong Dick Tracy characters. In Hollywood... Yeah. You know, Batman, actually comic book movies rule. So you just, you, you got to straighten that out and then you'll make it. That's I, I
0: can't watch him. There's too much CGI. I, I, it's just like, yeah. you know, I like the...
1: Uh, right. That's why you watch Twerk.
0: I Listen, <laughs> I, I'm a Dane Cook fan. I mean, uh, I got no problem with the guy. I mean, you know, I, no, I wish I've they would. I've seen
1: Dane Cook. He's fun to watch live. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's like Kish, he you know. He's like, you got to see him live right. and then you get him. Right so but you know what i'm critiquing dane cook and i'm doing a podcast uh, on a saturday afternoon i think he's uh, he's doing okay
1: yeah i think he's fine he doesn't need your plug but
0: he you know he might he listen might. i don't know it's a tough business you couple it. bombs and uh you're on top of the world next day you can't he's even he's asshole
1: though he's from he's massachusetts yeah. yeah he's he's our people
0: yeah, I mean, uh, who, who else? So you got the the Wahlberg clan. You got Bill Burr. Bill Burr's great guy. Mm-hmm. We did a show together where I, we didn't quite sync up in the beginning, but we got we got it on.
1: But Massachusetts right. people are good people, and we're funny. funny people from, yeah. from our area, yeah. uh, Adam Sandler. Well, New, New England. England. Go Who? New England.
0: Yeah. Woo! Well, I can't. Uh, I'm a Steeler guy, so I hate hate the Pagers because they're, so yeah. uh, they're, I mean, yeah. like, they're so good. Yeah, I know. They're great. I mean, Tom Brady is like, I want to interview his dick on this podcast. Yes. Yes. I don't want to interview him.
1: Yes. What, no, what he would have... Yeah, <laughs> what? He would have fascinating things to um, say. His dick would have fascinating things to say.
0: I mean, can you imagine? I mean, we he, could just re- replay our scene, but, but also. Right, but live. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. I mean, he's got like the perfect life. He's the best player in the game. He's a pretty good Great looking to dude. Giselle. I mean, <laughs> like, he gets to wear those. Every bit
1: of everything about he, their lives. He is. Yeah. yeah. He's like a Greek god. He is. Yeah legitimately just godlike. He's just winning
0: life. Mm-hmm. I mean, only he could make those god awful plaid sport coats. Like He can wear uh, hip. anything. He can uh, wear anything. Like if I wore those, I would look like a, a sports reporter from the 70s. Yes. him right. it's like, god, I got to get that jacket. Right. God bless you, Tom Brady. Well, <laughs> Katie, Claire, I was a little nervous before this podcast cuz I'm like, what am I going to talk to about these girls? I mean, I don't know anything about them. I mean, the Hub, you've got some nice bios, uh, but, you know, it's like, okay, that'll take about 10 minutes to get through, and here we are, uh, an hour and 20 minutes later, huh. we've gone over your careers, IndieGo projects, Quiet Riots documentary, uh, dating sites, uh, oh, HIV. Everything.
1: Didn't I say that? Didn't I say? You just ask us questions, and we'll just
0: answer. But see, this is what I wish most podcasts were like. Just hit record, and like we're at a bar, talking. Yeah. Right. I mean, how bad would this interview have been if I just... So, tell me about The Hub.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, we appreciate you. This is much more fun. Yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm no Brian Callen, but I mean, I'm trying.
1: No,
0: I mean... There's only one. There is only one. There's one Earl, there's one Brian, you know... There's one Claire, there's one Katie. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to have you back real soon when when you talk about your projects and when you drop off the scripts for my one line. Perfect. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I went to acting school, I went to the uh, Sylvester stallone uh, Cobra, uh just acting based on how he acted in Cobra. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. It's an acting dojo. Which mm-hmm. helped me out. Have you ever seen the movie Cobra? I don't
1: know that i parts, seen parts of it, Cobra. but not the whole thing.
0: Well you're missing out. Yes. But you I'm know gonna get on that. Gonna that. Yeah. This yeah. is LA. Yeah. You see celebrities everywhere mm-hmm. and uh about two years ago, I'm at the Ralphs on uh, Olympic in Century City, and I look over, and I see Brian Thompson, who is a very famous character actor, because he's got a unique jaw, he's, he's very distinct, and i was like, oh my God, that's the, guy from, that's the bad guy from Cobra. So I walked right up to him, and I recited his line at the end of Cobra when he dies, and he kind of looked at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, you won't kill me, will you, pig? And uh, he he didn't really get it. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> He's like, oh, did I say that in that movie?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, but then I I see. I thought in my way I was paying tribute to him. Like, hey, I'm right. such a right. such sure a big fan of yours. Yeah. I'm reciting a movie quote from a movie '86. So that's 20. I mean, literally almost 30 years ago. And then it hit me. Well, I'm ignoring his last 30 years of work.
2: Right. Well, yeah, but if Cobra trumps all other possible work.
0: Well he was and
2: future, then you're not wrong.
1: Here, listen, what I will say is that if any of your listeners come up to me and quote one of well, my lines, well, yeah, oh my I will give them a huge hug and kiss, probably. That would be amazing. Because that's you're like, single. That's like or you're more. you've yeah. made it. Yeah. If people are quoting lines at you that you've said, amazing.
0: True. Like last night I was having drinks at the Bel Air Hotel. I'm not j i am not I just I have to get this out. No no big deal. I only get the diet Red Bull, so it's only twelve dollars there. <laughs> and the guy came up to me and said, "You were in the movie Benchwarmers, weren't you?" Nice. It's a waiter. It was a gay waiter. He's probably See? trying to. F-
1: and you gave him a huge hug and kiss, right?
0: No, I'm not really. I don't fly that way. Oh, okay, right. Sorry. And there's nothing wrong with flying that way.
1: Yeah, no, of course not.
0: I mean, I haven't gotten to the point of having so many women in my life where I want the schwanz. <laughs> so. Right. That's you know, like David Lee Roth. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, David Lee Roth has slept with like, you know, seven, 8,000 women. I mean, literally. Yeah, and it's, right. so, And, you know, he's rumored to like maybe have a weenie or two. And I don't think that's gay. I think that's boredom. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like I've that. done it all. What? Every. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Why not? Like in 2015, David Lee Roth probably has to stick his dick in a cheese grater to get going. Uh, you know. Right. Right. I'm not yeah. at that level yet. I mean, I've been with some chicks. Don't get me wrong. No
1: i believe you i mean god
0: i mean funny relatively good looking guy uh you know got it going on Mm -hmm. i clearly have have that
1: sexy voice
0: great voice
1: i'm sure you phone sexed so many ladies
0: let's just say my voice has caused a lot of panties to drop Mm -hmm. i'm now we're now we're getting silly (laughs) Uh, Girls, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, Earl. This was so much fun. This has been Inappropriate Earl with Claire and Katie from The Hub. series please watch the hub.com support these ladies you got their twitter and facebook and instagram i mean it's like i want this to be a little circle where everyone supports each other and then when you actors out there you know maybe who knows You, you know anything the whole point of this podcast was you can take one idea in your living room and make it a successful series that leads to a show on abc that leads to who knows so don't ever give up your dreams this has been uh, Tony Robbins and L. Ron Hubbard's, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I want to do a negative, w- one more thing before I let you guys go. <laughs> go for it. And I know you girls got to go in no? production yeah. meetings and, and what. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, yes, we're yeah. a very important.
0: Yeah. 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 No, and I know. might have you girls shoot this for me because I want to do a, uh, I may, maybe just starts off as a short, uh, instead of Tony Robbins' personal thinker, pr- personal positive thinker, mm-hmm. how about tony bobbins negative thinker
1: good i like it i like
0: it Let's you th- do it. you think you can do whatever you want to do in your life you can't have you seen you yeah <laughs> no way look sure. at you mm-hmm. yeah. you fat loser no i'm just kidding uh inappropriate earl soundcloud on itunes and itunes soundcloud is not on itunes no, not. soundcloud itunes rate and review us i leave all the bad ones up uh, but it helps us, you know, get up the food chain to, like, at least the top 3,800. And uh, I can't thank the girls enough. This will be out Monday because we got to let that Bobby Rock episode breathe a little. Yeah. That's uh, industry uh, talk. And uh, we'll have uh, Jake Head will come back. Uh, we got Mr. Belding coming on. Uh yeah. The awesome. the great Dennis Haskins, uh, Kip Brennan, a former NHL hockey player, will talk about his uh, you know days uh, being a tough guy in the in the NHL. And uh, we got some special guests possibly, David Lee Roth possibly, but uh, who knows? I know he's. Uh, let's just say this: he's in the West Hollywood area frequently. Wink, wink. <laughs> and
1: uh, get Eddie, oh, oh, uh, Eddie Van Halen. I would come for that.
0: I'm trying to get Eddie Van Halen. I've made overtures. I just
1: their show at the Bowl was fucking awesome it was so much fun
0: well here's the thing i was there
1: oh good i didn't see you oh i didn't know
0: you what you didn't know yeah here's my thing about my review of the van halen show from a visual perspective is uh, uh david lee Roth now looks like carol channing <laughs>
1: a little bit yes um but he was so far away from me because i had far away seats so it was fine
0: i mean eddie van halen, eddie van halen looks like the mom from throw mama from the train <laughs>
1: But still kills the guitar. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. His solo. Oh, and I had just been to the ACDC show and Angus Young's solo was fantastic. But then Eddie Van Halen like soloed him under the, I mean, under the table. Just like. Ugh.
0: And Alex Van Halen looks like the guy who shot Pacino at the end of Scarface. I mean, it just. Yes, yes. That's a deep reference. But if mm-hmm. you're a fan of the movie Scarface. Which I saw uh, last Saturday at Exposition Park. It's very cool. uh, Way fun. And the greatest thing ever is Stephen Bauer. Mm -hmm. If you're a fan of the movie Scarface, you know he played Manny, Manolo. Mm -hmm. He came out drunk. I mean, he was gone. (laughs) And he comes out to interview before they start the movie. And the first thing he says is he puts his hand on his dick Leans back on the chair like he's almost falling off the chair. And he's like, Hey, I got to be somewhere else, but uh, enjoy the movie.
1: (laughs) So LA. Very LA.
0: And then I. Screamed out at the top of my lungs, I loved you in Gleaming with the Cube with Christian Slater. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, he said, Who said that? I think I sobered him up real right, fast. Follow right. <laughs> Stephen Bauer on Twitter or whatever right, he right, is. Right. He Sorry,
1: was, we, we got into a whole other
0: thing. Got a whole thing. He was nice was, to me at the comedy mm-hmm. store one night. I asked him. He was great on Ray Donovan. Uh, mm-hmm. he, yeah. he plays uh, Avi, the uh, henchman to uh, Liv Schreiber. Mm-hmm. Uh, so follow uh, Stephen Bauer. Uh, Watch gleaming the cube, Netflix it or something. He needs, it. Yeah. from the looks of it, he needs the cash. So uh, inappropriate, Earl. always wanting to leave on an awkward note. And how much more awkward can you get than a drunk Stephen Bauer <laughs> introducing Scarface? Exposition Park. Join me next Friday at Pacific Palisades Park, where I'll be watching Nightmare on Elm Street uh, with the great Robert England. That is all. And I'm free!